Janet Wadmanaris was not much given to cussing, as a rule. She was doing some now, partly at the neighbor who had given her the directions, but mostly at herself for having been fool enough to follow them. This was one hell of a time to be out on a strange road, with the snow piled six or eight feet high on either side, and just about room enough for a weasel to squeak past her. Thus far, she'd been lucky enough not to meet an oncoming vehicle. Her luck, however, was about to run out. Here she was, almost to the top of a fairly steep hill, and a truck coming at her over the crest. Now what was a person to do? That truck wasn't wasting any time either. Spiked tires, most likely. Janet wished to heaven she had them too. Driving this little car over hard-packed snow that had been glazed by the thaw and freeze of early March was like riding a puck over a hockey rink. There was a turnoff plowed in front of the one lone house perched atop the hill. If she could only make that before the truck bore down on her. But she wouldn't. The truck was already there, not slackening speed at all. It would roar down this icy channel and she'd be, great God almighty. Janet couldn't imagine what caused it. She couldn't believe it had happened. The truck didn't break, didn't skid. It simply flopped over and lay there with its wheels spinning. Its left-hand side, the driver's left, was down into the snowbank. The rest of it was clear across the road, looking to be high as a meeting house steeple showing underparts chunked up with greasy, filthy ice. How am I ever going to get him out? That was all Jenna could think of. Somebody was inside that cab. Somebody had to get the door open and help him out. Or her. Or them. Janet hadn't had time to notice before the crash. She couldn't see anybody now, but she could see clearly enough there'd be no escape for anybody through that downside door. She had a shovel in her trunk. She could tunnel through to the door, maybe, but what if the whole rig came crashing down on top of her? She'd have to work from the high side. Maybe the driver wasn't much hurt, only dazed from the shock. The truck had gone over so softly, so easily. No matter. A person couldn't sit here waiting to find out if they were alive or dead. She must climb up there and get that cab open and... And what? And how? Janet Riss was a small woman, young and slender, wearing a lovely new coat of handspun Welsh wool and a gentle tapestry of blues and greys, with touches of gold and a bronzy brown that matched her hair. The coat had been a present from Sir Emlyn and Lady Riss, who still couldn't understand how their tone-deaf younger son had managed to snare himself a charming, sensible, well-brought-up wife like Janet. They'd settled for shameless pampering and increasingly unsubtle hints about a first grandchild. Janet hated the thought of ruining their handsome gift on those scarily exposed internal workings, but that wouldn't have stopped her. What in fact was going to stop her, Janet realized, once she'd got out of her own car and gone to look the situation over, was that the cab door was so high up and she was so low down. At the angle the truck was tilted, she could see no way to climb up. She thought of driving her own car closer and standing on the roof, but there was no room to maneuver. She thought of going to the house for help, but with that flopped-over body blocking the way, she couldn't even see whether there'd been a path dug, much less get at one. It wasn't going to help the trapped driver if she tried to cut across the field, foundered in snow far over her head, and smothered herself to death. Anyway, if there was a path and people in the house— Why hadn't they come out by now?
Twenty meters or so behind her was a tumble-down barn, built smack up against the road. Maybe there'd be a ladder inside, or at least a board she could use for a ramp. She yelled as loudly as she could, I'm going to look for something to climb over, in case the driver was conscious and worried. Then she returned to her car and backed down. There was a pretty high drift between her and the barn, but Janet thought it must surely be packed hard enough to climb over. She picked up her pocketbook, then tossed it back under the seat. She'd want both hands free for the ladder if, God willing, she found one. She did take along the emergency blanket Maddock wouldn't let her travel without, though. This was a space-age oblong of some silvery synthetic material that weighed nothing to speak of, but was tough enough to serve as a carrier or a sled. The drift was frozen solid, and boards were off the barn. Janet had no trouble getting inside.